right, man. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Darius J. And I'm Stevie Neal. And it's your girl, Mello G. We special guests. Hey, your boy, Chef Ron here. What's up? What's up? Hey, and this is... Conversate. Let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? We official like a referee with a whistle. And then like two little swimwear. What's up, everybody? Just conversate. We up here now. We Let's go. Now. I forgot. We got an official bump for our thing, man. I like, man, we official, bro. We official out here. Yes. We out here growing. Brought brought to you by Melody. Melody. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Spicing up things. Never expiring, always aspiring. Mellow. Yeah. Good old test. Yes. Good old Mellow on the mountain. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, yeah, man. Oh, let's man. get with it, man. How y'all living? I'm well. Melody. Ah. Oh, we're doing ladies first. So, um, I'm just gonna let y'all know off top. Um, I'm literally thriving off of two hours of sleep right now. Thrive the sweatshirt. Uh, I know, right? Uh, this is actually designed by me. Oh, partnered with Jazz and Living Hope to design yeah. this for his brand. Nice. Um, so. You know, a developing partnership. I guess I'm I'm a part of his official design team. Nice. Um, so we announced that like a week or two ago. But yeah, at first it it was a it's a little backstory to it. But you yeah. know, all in hey, all, let me get some th- some thrive draws. Thrive. <laughs> wow. Draw. Okay, no, Jazz. If you listen to this at another date, we gotta you know. <laughs> Give give the people what they want. <laughs> um, but no, I I think my, how am I living is I'm living well. I actually started. I mean, I I decided to do a new style on my hair, as you guys can see here. Yes, my locks are still here. I did not cut my locks. They're they're braided over my locks. Um, so I I decided to braid my hair. Um yesterday and it was a um i just know like in moving forward if i ever do something like this again i have to definitely schedule for it because this took me over 12 hours to do and i'm tired (laughs) i am tired but it looks good but i'm like yeah never again unless i actually plan for it i just I can't, but I mean, I've been living well. I think the last two weeks, God has literally been pouring into me uh, for my project that I'm getting ready to launch called Creatives United. Um, so the, the the Facebook and the Instagram platforms are out there, but I basically wanted to create a space where creatives and story, storytellers and content creators can come together and... Um, I don't know. I feel like we're just running out of content here like i think we're doing a lot of reruns or like series to movies that don't need series and i want to be able to create a space where people can come together and tell their stories and then they be created and then those those stories can actually be streamed to other platforms so the missing pieces to the platform that i'm working on is just being able to partner with you know independent and mainstream 
stream streaming platforms to be able to not only be able to create these platforms, uh, not be only to create this content, but to be able to have them streamed on these platforms for them to have to make income. Because I don't think there's a lot of platforms out there for people to be able to like really make like real time income um, on the things that they create. Like you put it out on YouTube, but you have to get so many views, you know, for you to even make a dollar. So it's like, you know, want to be able to kind of create a platform for people to come together and like your storytellers are not your typical storytellers. They're not like your people who went to college, like myself, who has a master in creative writing, but like your local grocery store who has this amazing story to get to where he is now and, you know, where he's aspiring to get and those stories that needs to be captured. They don't have the the film directors or the crew members to be able to, you know, piece these stories together. But it's like, hey, I'm giving you a platform to give you the opportunity to share that story and it be created into something that is watchable. Um, so it's, it's going to be filtered into something else. Um, but that's something that I've been working on. Um, and I'm excited to be able to launch it later this year um as it will be officially announced that I'll be the campus director of the film and media film and media school of in Atlantic City that will first expand to Atlanta in in the spring of 2022 or this the fall of 2022 so there's a lot of big things happening yeah. and I'm really really excited um number one especially to come back to Atlanta <laughs> more often um and uh yeah because i miss you guys and <laughs> i'll be there more often so um i'm excited to continue to just expand this vision and uh be able to do what i love every day so mm -hmm. that's how i've been living yeah how you live chef ron um i'm living color uh no um i've been living man i'm grateful to have one job instead of 30. uh <laughs> definitely been enjoying the ride i think the last let's see starting back in october september october just the whole celebrity chef thing and then helping mm -hmm. to open a restaurant that i've never done that before so moving to that entity like it's been eye-opening um fun um a headache um and joy all in the same breath um people are hilarious whether they have millions of dollars or just one dollar people are hilarious um i've learned that um don't believe the hype in in the reality world i'll put it mm -hmm. that way um so just growing building different relationships um i'm literally just getting back from recouping from food poisoning mm. um last weekend so almost died so this almost oh, wow. didn't happen so oh, yeah wow. yeah so i had kidney failure six blood clots and mm. was sitting somewhere on the table holding on for life but i made it through pushed through got out of the hospital Amen. on tuesday Amen. night Amen. so we are here um but yeah um building southern class events um i'm now actually in the process of looking at retail spaces to open my own spot everybody's like do a food truck da, 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 da. i said why not do both have a retail space to work out of 
have crew in my retail space and have crew on a truck that way i can get mm. all the money but yeah we are looking at retail spaces me and the wife so working yeah. one job now so i can spend time doing that and i'm just investing in ron um this weekend not this weekend when i was in the hospital this past weekend let me know that i have to invest in me um i have to invest in us um which i made the decision to do so but that situation definitely put the stamp on it like you know what ain't nothing else these people making their money and they're mm-hmm. doing what they need to do for them. So I'm going to do what Ron needs to do for Ron and his family. So that's where we at. Yeah. Hey, that's a lot. We're going to definitely get into that. Yeah, we're going to get yeah. back on that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like crevices. Yeah. <laughs> but how you living, Stephen Neal? Well, um, I've been living good. Um uh, just yesterday, we celebrated uh, Brianna Dorellis. It was her birthday. Um, and we celebrated by, um, you know, you're able to rent out a movie theater, right, mm-hmm. nowadays. So what you're able to do also is kind of bring in your own media and project it onto the screen. Mm-hmm. So um, Chris... Uh, you know, who's also both of them have been on the show before. Um, mm-hmm. Was able to project the uh, unplugged Lauren Hill concert because uh, Brie had never seen it. She had heard the album, but she had never seen the concert. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, that's interesting. So we kind of had a concert vibe, you know, there. And uh, watching the concert really made me think was just like, this. Unplugged was probably had uh, as much impact, if not more impact, than miseducation. Mm. You know what I mean? Just the content, you know, her just kind of sharing herself and, you know, just her process and her process after being a big studio star and just how she just couldn't really adjust to it. You know what I mean? And I mean, she kind of wrote things on the wall that we later saw, you know, play out, you know what I mean? Like, you know, so that was uh, interesting. Uh, and then I was just like, can you imagine if you were there at that concert? Like it was a real intimate venue, you know, a real unplugged situation. Can you imagine if you were like one of those, like maybe 50 or hundred people total that were there? Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of crazy to think about. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, just a nice, uh, relaxed situation this weekend, uh, this week I take my second shot. So I got my first shot at the end of March for Pfizer for the uh, COVID-19 vaccine. You know, the stadium has kind of opened it up. Uh, Mercedes Benz stadium has opened up that effort. Um, you're in and out in like 20 minutes tops, really. Like they have so many people giving vaccines there. So um, going for my second shot on Wednesday. So yeah, man. So after a week after that, I'll be fully uh, immunized. So uh, that's what's going on. And I'm not, and then I'm taking two days off afterwards because I heard that second shot is a doozy. So (laughs) a lot of side effects. Right. So I'm taking two days, like I'm going to work then take the shot, and then Thursday, Friday, I'm off. I'm just like, you know, I'm going to get my a long weekend on, you know, just to recover. 
So that's what I got going on. So uh, what you got going on? How you living? There is Jay. Living pretty good, you know what I'm saying? Uh, this past week, I went on here and got that first phase of Pfizer. Phase of Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's all I got strong. It was straight, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, you know, <laughs> up here in the luxury class of North Florida, <laughs> I ain't even <laughs> wait five minutes. <laughs> I just walked into a Walgreens like, what's up, everybody? I had my appointment. Hey, sit down. Said I talked to my wife a little bit, and then she went back and got hers. And as soon as she got hers, I went back and got mine. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it ain't even bothering me. It just had my arm a little so the next day, but that was it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Walked off like right. a G. Then went to work the next morning, and then uh, what's them people name? Cherokee County Police. Oh, oh boy. They always, they pull me over almost quarterly. Ever since I've been taking that route to work, they, it, it's like they just know I'm coming. You know what I'm wow. saying? Like, you know what? It's time. And then they pull me over for, uh, uh, what you call that thing? A tag light. Oh, the yeah. That was on. That was on. It was a, it was a, a well-lit tag light. You know what I'm saying? In most cars don't have tag tag lights that's why i was just like how is that a law you know what i'm saying like how is that something you can give me a ticket for a tag just light? trying to find a reason and it was just it always be funny with the, the, the things that they put me up because i don't never be speeding because i'll be cruising it's two or three o'clock in the morning ain't nobody out on the road with me and some some um underlings <laughs> and, um Pull over the car full of, with five people in the car. Pull that car over. Don't pull me over. I ain't doing that going to work. But, you know, he can't. What was funny was I saw the police at the gas station because I stopped at the gas station to get some hot water for my teeth. Um, <clears throat> you know, I saw him. And I left. I pulled out. Rolled up the road a little bit. I seen him on review. I was like, eh, hey, come. You know what I'm saying? Then he pulled up beside me. And then he retreated back, and then he pulled up, pulled me over. And I was just like, all right. And he was just like, you know why I pulled you over? I was like, nah, it can't be speed. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And he was just like, well, you know, you got a, a poorly lit tag light. I said, poorly lit? I like, how how can a tag, and why is that a thing? He wasn't wearing his glasses, basically. Exactly. And what the funny part was, he didn't even get in this car. He just took my license, walked to his hood, got on the radio a little bit, act like he was doing something, because I don't even think he was talking to nobody. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I'm looking at my my side view mirror, I'm just like, I don't even think that joke was talking to nobody for real. You know Same. what I'm saying? And he came back, well, hey, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, it, 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 your light is lit, you know what I'm saying? But it just seems like it might be a faulty light, and I'm just like, Oh, yeah, okay. you know what I'm saying. And he was like, "I, I, ain't, I can't, I ain't gonna give you a ticket now, but you know what I'm saying. Just be safe and looking and getting that tag light fixed." Mm. You know what I'm saying it's always something with them. You know what I'm saying. I, I never not not had a problem with them. You know what I'm saying. Like I just get pulled over, no matter what vehicle I'm in, never I get pulled that. over. You know what I'm saying. And I just be like, "Hey, I guess," you know what I'm saying. I. 
I don't know. I guess I look like I ain't up no good. But most time, I have a pleasant look on my face because if you're a <laughs> tall, you know, 400-pound black man, you're supposed to look pleasant. You know what I'm saying? Right. You walk around the timber day, and I see people in stores, I smile at them. i like, I ain't going to kill you. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you have to for real. You know what I'm saying? Really like, that's, that's the reality of being black sometimes. You can't even walk around and be upset. It's a shame. You can't walk around and be yourself. Can't be yourself. I just can't have... Uh, melancholy day i got to uh walk in and be like hey my mama just died smile you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying stuff like that it's just weird you know what i'm saying like i keep telling people man it's just a weird thing and and people think you're making it up but i'm not you know what i'm saying like it don't happen to me so many times you lose count you know what i'm saying i'm 37 years old this ain't the first time, probably ain't going to be the last time I had kids. It, they, I'm going to have to introduce, in, you know, baptize them until their first time. Like, I know, right. uh, you want a mm-hmm. nice head loose, but if you raise your hand too fast, they say you got a gun and you shot 15 times. Mm-hmm. Or how many other bullets they got. If it's four of them, you might be shot 36 times, uh, 48 times. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, that's a reality. But other than that, you know what I'm saying, I got to work safe. You know what I'm saying? Um. Been chilling, you know what I'm saying? Getting ready to start back up summer semester of school. And, um, yeah, man, reading, learning, growing, and evolving. That's kind of like been the theme of these past few months. We have been in 2021, you know what I'm saying? Getting more in touch with me, you know what I'm saying? Giving more more of myself to people. And I, I don't know. Like, even, like, something my wife, she told me, she was, like, you know, she, like, when I'm serving, she said, you've seen yourself when you're serving. And, you know what I'm saying? She was just, like, most time when you're helping, you you strive to help people, you know what I'm saying? And I was just, like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't notice. I just be out here working, you know what I'm saying? It ain't that big of a deal. But, you know, when she say I tap into my servitude and helping people and talking to people and giving myself to people, she said, that's when... I'm the most happiest. I feel that. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like all our lives are meant to serve. If you ain't trying to serve nobody, you ain't going to never achieve any kind of success in this world. Yeah. Very because, much true. you know what I'm saying? You got to serve somebody other than yourself. Because if you're just a self serving person, you ain't going to get no further than your toes. And That's real. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? That's how I've been living, man. It's just trying to keep giving that, being that. And, you know. Yeah, man. That's it. That's all right, all right. That's it. That's it. So now that we're all living how we're living, we're gonna get on with the show. So first topic is something that you know it's been in the atmosphere for a little bit, but we haven't talked about it. So <laughs> we're gonna talk about it. It is this little Nas X latest controversy because this is the, yeah. this is what this dude does at yeah, this is what this dude does. This controversy, like even when he first came out with Old Town Road, you know, there was all kinds of controversy with that. Is Good it a country old. song? Is it this? Is it song. that? Yeah. And then, of course, because of where he stands in, in his, you know, in sexual orientation or you know where he uh, professes to be. So uh, now you lump that. In with this latest controversy with Montero, okay. Yeah. So yeah. we're gonna talk about that. Uh, so this man here, 
Hey. <laughs> uh, just just to kind of bring it in with the visual. Um, so came out with a video um, that basically uh, puts out there his kind of internal struggle with his life and yeah. his beliefs and the static that he has experienced. And uh, yeah, it was an interesting video, guys. Uh, what? What's your thoughts? We're gonna go around and uh, get into that at first, and then there's other aspects to dive into. Want to start first? I got this one first. I'll take it. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, um, I heard it, saw the video, um, heard it before the video came out, um, and then you look at the intro commentary of it, and I understand why he did it. Um, like I said, we all got dirt in our closets and mine ain't too clean itself. So it's one of those things where it's like, I get why dude did what he did because he's gay, he's black. And by him being a black gay man um, in, their, in our community, um, as black people, the whole stereotype or the shun of it all. Mm. And so everybody's like, oh, you're gay, you're going to hell, da 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 So he says, you know what? If I'm going to hell, I'm going to do it on the stripper pole and give Satan a lap dance. <laughs> Not saying I agree. I'm just saying that's his mindset. Like, you know what? If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it with a bang. And y'all want to sit up here and judge me, but we all have our flaws. And yeah. so he was like, look, I'm not going to be hiding anymore. I'm not going to sit back and not be who I am. That's why in the front of the video, it says we all have this place in our minds and in our lives where we push our true selves to the back because of what society says. Mm -hmm. And so his whole mantra or mindset is, you know what? I'm done with society. If you like it, you're going to rock with me. If you don't, I don't care. So, mm -hmm. yeah. That's real. I think the kind of like add to that too is, um, first of all, I didn't, I didn't watch the, the video um, for a lot of different reasons. I just, I just I really don't care about it. Like I didn't I didn't want to watch it for a lot of different reasons. But one, I'm just like uh, I'm not really a little Nas X fan, so I'm yeah. You know, I wasn't really watching it. But my sister is, so you know, I think there's two parts. It's like okay, her parents are like always just monitoring what she's listening to. Um, but then two, I think what the the interesting conversation for me was. Um, I think, you know, Steven's going to kind of get more into uh, the shoe part of it, which I have to add to that as well. But I think one of the biggest things is just it's like an ongoing conversation that's always been present between Christians and the gay community um, and the way that, you know, they are talked about. Um, because at the end of the day, they're humans, right? We all sin. We all fall short. We're not perfect. So, you know, we all sin. <laughs> you know, and I think there's just some sin that is more prevalent than others that are more out there than others. But it's sin is sin. It's not like a, you know, levels to it. You know, God sees it all the same. And I think the biggest thing is, is that, you know, me as a as a Christian who claims to be a Christian, who claims to be a follower of Christ, is that I still strive to to love the person. I think that looks different because I don't know Lil Nas X personally. You know, I don't have a personal relationship where I can reach out to him like, hey, bro, like, you know, what's really going on? What's really underneath there? You know, what like what is it that you haven't yet to unpack to heal from? Like, what was your experiences that kind of led you to this decision? 
you know, and kind of, you know, walk through him or, you know, direct him to someone that he, he can talk to to walk through that. Um, because I'm sure it probably was a traumatic experience or whatever it, the case may be. Um, but I think the biggest thing is, is that, you know, I feel like the ongoing conflict between the Christian community and just the gay community is just like this lack of support. Um, and it's like, okay, I don't support your lifestyle because it clearly says in the Bible that it's a sin, but I'm not going to, you know, um, I'm not going to like just dismiss the whole entire fact that you're still human and that you have an opportunity to be loved. And I think that's the biggest thing. It's just like, I don't agree, you know, I don't agree with what he's doing, but that doesn't mean that he doesn't have an opportunity to still know and love God yeah. in the way that, you know, he can, you know, relate to. Um, so I think that's just like my ongoing, like, okay, I think just with anything, politics, with, you know, rappers, with people who clearly feel like, I feel like they're just clearly out there worshiping the devil. It's just like, okay, well, Jesus died for all. You know, and I just I try to see from that lens. Sometimes it's it's very difficult, but it's like Jesus gave Jesus died to give the opportunity for everybody to have a chance to to know him. And I try to like look through that lens as opposed to my sometimes critical lens as well. Um, but yeah, I I mean I feel like that's all I have really have to add to the conversation because I haven't really like listened to the video. I've I've heard the song outside of the video, but I think when people were describing the video, I said like, I don't think I want that into my. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't want to see all those visuals because I'm just a very visual person and I have very like interactive dreams and I I just didn't want to put myself in that space. But yeah. Mm. All right, I go ahead. Um, I feel like we and see this is the thing that like I be tripping on with like when we say Christians and we try to level everything against things that we claim, you know, is said in the Bible because um, some of the stuff is not clearly said. Just like the whole homosexuality thing. It's not clearly said. It's said in context of a certain situation that was going on mm -hmm. in the Old Testament. But it didn't say, like, ah, it's an abomination. They said that, but it was talking about in context of something that was going on. Um, But just like any other sin, it ain't the worst sin. Yep. All sin is bad, period. Yep. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to weigh one against the other, now one of them ain't got no heavier weight than the other one. You know what I'm saying? Um just like with the video, cool you know, cool visualization of the video, you know what I'm saying? What is that something that I feel like I want to see? Nah, ain't nothing I want to see. But you know what I'm saying, the dude got his ways of expressing things and I don't seen so many different ways of things being expressed that we now let happen. Because mm -hmm. it's like, wait, we all got to see what you know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. And you know what I'm saying? When we we weigh things and we try to make things right. But, you know, sometimes you just got to say, hey, man, it is what it is. Them people believe what they believe. I don't know, you know what I'm saying, what that weight against God, you know what I'm saying, against God or anything like that. Because just like I tell people, we claim to know what God thinks. 
But nobody on this planet can tell me exactly what God thinks. Because guess what? You don't have no dialogue with God. God does not answer you or talk to you. So don't be so haughty to say that you know exactly what God is thinking. We know what the word says. You know what I'm saying? But we never know. God may let everybody in or some people in or some people that you think ain't going to make it to heaven may make it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like my grandma said, if you think God will show you, you know what I'm saying? And don't claim to know that you know exactly what's going on with God because then you'll make a fool of yourself. Yeah. And the shoe thing, it's cool. I was like, it ain't my cup of tea. And plus, it ain't a Nike thing. I know a lot of people are like, oh, Nike doing this. No, it's somebody that creates shoes. You know what I'm saying? That he does. He takes shoes that people make and make them the way he want to make them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Right. Uh, he was in the suit, not Lil Nas X either. You know what I'm saying? Lil Nas X on the shoe side of the game, he was just like, hey, if you want to put me in it, you know what I'm saying? They go with it, go hand in hand. All them jokes who got a million plus clicks. Even the shoe creator guy. It, it directed right. you to go even search. That's just like they say, uh everything works for the people that want it, they want to work for. And it worked yeah. for Nas X and it worked for um what is M S C H F or whatever. Um, yeah, I guess mischief. You just say mischief. Mischief, and, yeah. 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 Um so it worked. You know what I'm saying? They did exactly what they wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? They got everybody to pay attention to it. Got all of us to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it worked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That man got more notoriety because a few weeks before, he was talking about putting out the Jesus 97s. You know, Air right. Force 97s. You know what I'm exactly. saying? And nobody, you know what I'm saying, had anything to say against that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's life, man. We all out here trying to figure things out. We trying yeah. to do the best we can morally. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to be the best disciples we can be you know what i'm saying um but hey man i just feel like that man got some things that he's dealing with yeah and that's just it you know what i'm saying right but we we like to we like to pour gasoline on fires more than we like to put them out yeah and I, and I feel like that's the biggest problem you know right like, <clears throat> and and um and then obviously he's working through some things as far as being persecuted and accept it um but and i remember we were talking about the whole carry on and uh you know um kirk franklin thing um and just turmoil and and just dealing with whatever is carry on dealing with yeah um so it, it came out like during this controversy that you know his dad while he didn't like fully agree with the video per se was uh you know was just like hey my son's doing his thing um yeah i got through it it was a creative video i got through it uh proud of you but so just kind of throwing that support in there uh it's kind of like uh like darius was talking about was important uh is important to the journey, like Mello was t- uh, touching on, like everybody was touching on, is like it's real important to uh, this type of situation. And I just like to say, certain subject matter, you're going to draw contra- this type of attention um, when you're talking about, you know, going to hell and and 
such mm-hmm. overt imagery mm-hmm. in a music video, you're gonna draw some controversy. Uh, Diddy and Nas hanging themselves on crosses, basically. Yeah, you're gonna draw controversy. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne biting the head off a dove, you're gonna cause controversy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And people will don't soon forget it. So yeah. uh, then it's just a matter of just dealing with that traffic of criticism and attention once you do something like that. So it's not anything entirely new uh, yeah. as far as using this kind of imagery in music. Yeah. And then uh, just bridging over into the shoe thing. Uh, this was the shoe right here. Mm. Uh, so there were 666 of them made. Okay. Very intentional, very intentional imagery there. Uh, the air bubble actually has, it's a mixture of red dye and a drop of human blood. That's how it was marketed. Like there's a drop of human blood in that dye there. Uh, catch AIDS from their feet. You know, I mean, I mean <laughs> and then it has uh, Luke 1018 printed on there. And of course, that is when uh, in the Bible, yeah, Lucifer getting kicked out of heaven. So, hey man, so, I wonder how God kicked Lucifer out of heaven. Like, did he grab him by the throat and throw him out the sky? Like, because every time I, I think about that, I, I, that TikTok me like, hey, if you don't come back, put, if I come back there, you ain't got your mask on. I'm going to slap this out you, toss you out in the sky. Uh, every time I read that verse, I think about that, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Bruh. I be like, hey, man, like, or did he, like, two foot kick him <laughs> like a WWE wrestler or something? Like, did he just, I don't know. I just want to know, man. Question for God. Hey, I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. get down? <laughs> I get up there, I'm be like, all right, just go ahead and tell me where I'm going. <laughs> and so, um, just an update with that this week, um, because the mischief put out 66, 666 of these shoes, sold them for $1,018 to coincide with them. $1,018 exactly. $1,018 exactly. I had them shoes, but he and it sold out. It sold out. They sold out. So, uh, so Nike put forth a suit. They were just like, You're this is representation that we don't want, and uh, we don't like this. So, it was settled on Thursday that they're would be a settlement and there'll be a buyback program. So if anybody of the 666 customers that bought the shoe want to return them, um, that will be put in place to do so. I wouldn't even do it. And then if, of course, if if there's any complaints officially, they go to Mischief and not Nike in any way. So if it's anything product defective or some some of that stuff leaks out, you know, the air bubble, you know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> a hazardous steel, bro. Like you it's, got to, you got to go get a has hazmat kit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, there's a drop blood, blood in, in there. There's a drop. You, know you don't know if that person got that heel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> With COVID going around, why is there human blood in there anyway? What this human out there just said, "Hey, you can take a paint of my blood and just do a drops." In this shoe, it's, it's a dude that had a needle and he was just like, blip, blip, drop. I cannot, man. And got them AIDS 11s. 
<laughs> but so yeah, so that's put in place. So <laughs> people who want their money back will get it, and people who can complain, they won't sue Nike. So it's all it's all good. It's just gonna make the stock of the shoes go up because I guarantee it's a Satanist out there moonwalking in them shoes. Like yeah, moonwalking. look at these. But just do the math on ten, you Not know, one thousand and eighteen dollars being sold six hundred and sixty-six times. That's, that's crazy. That's a lot of money. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Miss Chips just made a lot of bread. It's a lot of money. Sheesh. And so, I guarantee you ain't nobody turning them shoes in. Because if they spent that money, so. they ain't finna they sell. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're not giving them shoes. Yeah, them shoes, they might thousand eighteen dollars. Hey man, and by about 10, 10 years, they probably gonna throw them shoes back up on the net. Yes, and they're gonna be worth. Hunters, a thousand. Yeah. yeah, people. Yeah, people didn't even give up their Note eights when they were blowing people's legs off. Bruh, I was the last one. <laughs> they told okay. they, they basically told me like you can't go on vacation. <laughs> right, like, we're not letting you like, on with that. We letting you on with that. You 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 got uh explosive device in your pocket. But oh that was the best gosh. phone I ever had. I was so sad when I had to let go of that phone. I was just like, man, for real. It oh, don't bother man. me. It don't overheat. Nah, dog. Nah, dog. <laughs> I love that pencil. Oh, my goodness. All right. So, yeah, that's the little Nas X. That's what we got. So, now we have a very um, in-depth report here. Okay. On a classic cereal. Bear with us. You're going to love that you stayed on at this point. Oh, man. So apparently, there was a batch of Cinnamon Toast Crunch that came to one Jason Carp. Yes. And he tweeted that there was a shrimp tail in his cereal. cereal. Cinnamon in toast. his cereal, in his sealed bag of cinnamon toast crunch. Hey man, he should have ate it. He might have <laughs> became an X man. Oh my gosh! So oh, yeah, man. so we're gonna talk about this because we've had some in-depth reporting and research being done on this by our own Melody. <laughs> She's going to head up this investigation, and we're going to just supplement the report. So. Take it away, Melody. Let us in on. Yes. Let us in on this. <laughs> um. So yeah, actually, was this was brought to my attention by a near and dear friend, um, because it's his favorite cereal. My favorite cereal is Frosted Flakes. By the way, I'm just gonna put uh, that out. Lee, there. You oh, you a cougar for real? Stop. Oh, oh no. <laughs> that oh, cougar no. cereal right there. No, 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 no. Go ahead, you know what? Go ahead. No. I'm just out here trying to please the Lord, okay? Cougaring. Stop it. Um, no, I think what was like was very interesting because they had a whole he had a whole Twitter thread of this whole investigation, and so basically the guy. He um found these, you know, shrimp tails in the bottom of his bag. And um, so he tweets it out and basically Cinnamon Toast Crunch, you know, tweet tweets him back and says, like, oh no, those are not those are not shrimp tails. Uh right. and then they basically was, you know, like, well, we'll like you send in the shrimp tails so we can investigate. 
Um, and then we'll send you like a new like a new box. So they were trying to like give him like wow. this year's supply of like cinnamon toast crunch. This guy was like, no, he was like, I'll send you in one shrimp tail and I'm gonna keep the other one just in case you try to come out to the public and basically say like, oh, this was a misunderstanding, you know, like this is not shrimp tails, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because like it went further. Like there was actually, you know, um, like different companies who do lab tests on like animals and like, you know, sea animals was like basically like, hey, send your shrimp tail to us so that we can kind of like do lab tests on it to make sure that it's actually you know, something that, um, <laughs> that, um, you know, that, that lives in the sea. Like there was people literally like offer him free lab tests to like, you know, test these, you know, different particles that he found. But basically what Cinnamon Toast Crunch said is like, oh, you know, sometimes like we have like these, like these clumps of sugar that's found and in the bottom of the bag that's black. So they basically was passing off these shrimp tails that this man found as lumps of sugar. And mm -hmm. as you can see in the picture, it's clearly a shrimp tail hey, covered in <laughs> cinnamon. Somebody <laughs> will eat some shrimps. At the factory, at General Mill factory, somebody out there with a a, a twelve piece, a pound of shrimp <laughs> over there in the frosted mix, and he was just like tearing them up, and then he was like, "Oh snap! I, God, I dropped the sack of it, uh, tails in that law. It'll be all right. Put some sugar on it. They won't even notice." But what's so funny though is like I think, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I feel like at some point it just really got out of hand because. He was just showing like this bag that was taped up that originally came to him. Like there was like this mm -hmm. bag that came to him. And it was a taped up at the bottom. I feel like he taped it up personally. Yeah, he did. But, yeah, um, <laughs> but I do with the shrimp thing. I feel like there's some you know truth to it because now like now he took on them on shrimp tails. Not not, not only did he find the shrimp tails, but there was like these black like feces type looking you know particles that was found in the bottom of the bag as well because you know you i feel like you know when you when you get to the end of the bag especially like with frosted flakes there's a lot what? of like this powdered like sugar it's like yeah. a, a i love that part of the the cereal but now it's like with cinnamon toast crunch i can't really thoroughly enjoy that anymore because <laughs> it's just like Am I gonna find shrimp tail and feces in my bag? I yeah. it's just you know I I don't know. Hey man, let me tell you something. That might have been a teenage mutant cockroach shrimp mm. in the bag because only roaches can survive that. He left his tail and some boo boo <laughs> in the cinnamon toast crunch. Oh no! Man, that man pissed out on his. Chance to be an X Man, man. He could have been an X Man, and he could have been on live his life climbing walls. And the only thing that could kill him is rage. He would have died quick because he had to came to my house in the face. Wow. But uh, but Chef Ron, like uh, this is a food folly that probably <laughs> hits you near and dear. Like, what do you think about this whole situation? For I get deeper into the layers of this. Oh, the layers are crazy because it flashes back to when I first got my first job at McDonald's. Mm. And the lady Ooh. decided she wanted not, the one to, not at McDonald's, 
But it was a big scandal going around about a lady finding a finger in her chili from oh, not years and years ago. And so it was like, so you found a finger in your chili from Wendy's? Like, we knew everybody knew it was like, you didn't find a finger. Come right. on. She probably um, went to somewhere and got that finger. Yeah, it was fake. It was a fake yeah. thing. Um, but, um, but that was years ago. I was like 15, 16 years old. But with the whole cinnamon toast crunch thing, some of these factories actually allow other people in their factories to produce product. Smaller mm, yeah. companies. So yeah. there's some cross contamination that probably happened. Because we always tell people, you think ground beef actually happens at a beef farm? No, sometimes it happens at a chicken farm. Yeah, so, that's facts. That's facts. I see wow. that. Wow. Yeah. So sometimes this stuff happens, and it was could have possibly been cross contamination. Now that is a shrimp tail. Now whether yeah, he planted it yeah. himself, oh, or doubt. it was actually put in there by the company, it's it's a catch twenty two. So I do think it's a possibility of that actually happening because you do have these huge factories. And yes, it may say General Mills on the outside, but there mm -hmm. could be another company in there. Hey man, the taste of the sea might be in there, man. Because you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the taste of the sea. That that's a uh, that's one Not of them supermarket companies that stuff like that. Those are little seafood packs with little fried shrimp in them. You know what I'm saying? With the tails off of them, they might have mm -hmm. been over there transporting cinnamon toast crunch side by side. They bumped into each with other. The shrimp really tails fell over in there with some boo-boo on them. You know what I'm why, saying? Why are we going back to Boo Boo? Because Boo Boo was in the bag. He had some. He had some. He had some rats in that bag. Oh, <laughs> like a rat was so rat got so mad because he couldn't get no cinnamon toast crunch before the bag closed. He pooped in the bags. Oh, you know so Here, is it like this is like a situation where you know it says on the box this is like made prepared around seafood. So this is literally what it is, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people with seafood allergies, beware. It, you know, there's other yeah. seafood uh, components in, like, other parts of the factory. So yeah. you may not be in the clear from this. So this is literally... <laughs> Just like, just, just like, just like with sugar smacks and roaches in them. Like if you oh, live yeah. in the hood, like you if you live in the hood, oh, oh my god, roaches in the You poke them smacks with fear. You know what I'm saying? Because you were looking in that bowl, you were like, Lord, please, just don't let no roach in my mouth, please, Jesus. Oh my god. Let them escape my eyes, for I not see. <laughs> Cause I don't That's want it. no roach in my mouth. Cause I'm telling you, that used to be. I'm telling you, I remember. Man, if it was my. About. But man, I remember. I was here, I, I visited my. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, look, I'm afraid. Right. I ain't gonna get the details. Let it go. That's my daddy. You know what I'm saying? But I, I remember my pot and smacks out that box. It was more roaches than smacks. Let me just tell you that. I got scared. Oh. I threw the box and took all red because I was like, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just hey, imagine hey, hey, throwing hey, a box and running. Ain't hey, smack since. You feel me? I don't even. I've never ate them. smacks I in my life. life. I used to like them. And you know, a little, little country. Crunching little rice with some with some uh, syrup on the top, cause that ain't nothing but syrup on them thing. They just put some syrup on them, cook them in the oven, and put them back in the box. That's it. That's you know it. what I'm saying? Cause that, it don't taste like nothing but pancake syrup. 
Yeah. Yeah, that that was it. That was it. Yeah. Um I think the funniest thing about this whole fiasco was the fact of how just Cinnamon Toast Crunch was like privately messaging this guy on Twitter. Like literally was like, okay, send them in. And then then they were accusing him for being unwilling to send in the the uh shrimp tails for investigation and they were telling him to turn it into his local law enforcement and the guy was like so i'm just supposed to walk in the police department and say hey i got the shrimp tails here for (laughs) (laughs) holding up a little little zip baggy i i got the shrimp tail they be like oh hold up don't drop that don't <laughs> this thing gets weirder and weirder the closer you uh look at it because there's another there's another interesting wrinkle okay that i stumbled upon i don't know if you did but we're mm-hmm. going to hash this out right yeah. now yeah Uh-oh. so the guy jason carp if he doesn't sound familiar to you he is the husband of someone pretty oh, famous topanga that's right. You Not recognize her in Panga. this. Yes, right. So yes, Jason Carp and Danielle Fischel. Wow. Or Mary. Wow. So this is them in the past. Wow. In the business. Dang. But yes, that adds a whole other wrinkle because this is played out on I Twitter. I didn't know that. Right. Ah, man, that's a panga uh hood. She married she married uh boy knockoff boy, boy means world. Has he looked Jeez. like him grown up now with little hair? <laughs> man, she she went over and married that dude. Dang, but man. yes, so that is an interesting because because this is played out on Twitter, he is he has a high profile. So mm-hmm. Uh, and it seemed like Twitter turned on him pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on this whole thing, like they just didn't believe him. Like he had planted the tales, and like you said, Mello, there was some tape taping. What's Panga say? Did right. Panga I don't know. Have a statement? I don't, I don't know. know. She's made a statement. But see, oh, they were, and they were also like saying they were going to send FedEx out to his house to pick up the packaging. The pick up the cereal where he found the shrimp tails and he had his like stay at his house within a two and three hour window. Wow. So it's like, so you want yeah, me to stay at between two and five so that FedEx can come over there and pick up a package that y'all basically gonna come out and say, Oh no, well, you know, you know, what after all about? the lab tests that we've done, uh, we have concluded that yeah, it was not shrimp tails, it was just a clump of sugar and the Man, we, we saw the pictures. It's clearly shrimp. Is it? This, like, this sounds like a drug test or something. Like this is crazy. <laughs> this is insane. Like I don't get it. It's more, it's more headache than any yeah. anything else. It's like I was just I was just posting me like chai and left it at that. I'm look. Yeah. It is what it is. It was. Y'all got eating them cereal. Yeah, he sure did. He probably scooted them out. Wait, he literally he put he put notes on the like sticky notes on the cereal boxes, like do not eat, do not eat, do not eat, like to remind himself not to eat the box of cereal. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, rats boo booing in this cereal. <laughs> that might be the hit house nasty. You know what I'm saying? Wow. 
But the shrimp, though, how do you explain the shrimp to? And roaches might have got through eating them shrimps and that they had laying around out in the house and just dropped them off the popcorn. <laughs> Man. <laughs> That's just like, I don't even like that dude anyway. <laughs> and kept on walking. Took a dump in the box and kept walking. I am wow. dying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, I know there was like some earlier like hypothesis like there was like the cinnamon had like formed into a hard crust or something yeah. that formed this tech. Like mm-hmm. I, that's the craziest thing I heard. Like just right. in case of this, like exactly. Hey, and they, they tweeted that stuff. and replied to him publicly, and You're everybody right. was just like, "No, this is clearly a shrimp tail. Like it's yeah. not even. Not you can't even. It's, very, it's too transparent to be a clump of black." Yeah, (laughs) that'd be a whole lot thicker if it was like a clump of like that to form something like that. That'd be crazy too. Exactly, that takes time. If you're producing a lot of cereal, you don't have just clumps of sugar just sitting hanging out. Exactly, like that takes time for sugar to even clump. Even yeah. wet sugar don't clump that fast. Yeah, I'm so, trying to right. tell you, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, man, the people probably nasty ain't cleaned up in General Mills in a long time. I'm just so wild. If y'all out there, if y'all out there eating that General Mills cornflake, man, y'all might got rat, cockroach, and shrimp <laughs> droppings in your cereal. Wow. It all it comes back That's to that, terrible. doesn't it, Darius? Thank you. It's terrible. Yeah. Well, I'm not eating that anymore. So, y'all Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Reverse R. Kelly in your box. Shut on up. <laughs> I am done. On up. <laughs> Where did Steve go? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just feel like we just running Steve out of here, man. Hey, like, man. It is what it is. My internet working now. I'm in here. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> only, only on Conversate. That's your brother, yeah, man. man. Sublime donuts is delicious. There is. There is. I have not heard, I've not said this in a while, but we are going to lose our family rating. <laughs> They're going to uncheck us. They're going to uncheck that little box that says Maybe family right. friendly. Y'all are y'all are clean. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm trying to save family. Do you want little Timmy in Boo Boo in his cinnamon toast crunch? They're going to gray out that whole thing that says clean. We're not going to be able to check it anymore. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, hey, wow. I'm trying to make sure children ain't out here getting R. Kelly in they serve. With the R. Kelly in the cereal, yeah, R. Kelly boo drops. He don't be in the cereal. He hold the cereal, but only for little girls. That's all. He don't sorry, sorry, me. Sublime Donuts. I just happen to be wearing this hat. Like, hey, no, please don't associate. Really, hey, yeah. Donuts is great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this. Oh, those are dope. Yeah, I love Sublime Donuts. Go to the Georgia Tech location or the one off North Drew Hills. The Perry's used to sell them in Atlanta for hey, one man, of the Perry's little... everything. 
Yo, they like, said, they they were said ice cream. So good. They said sublime uh, donut. Yeah, like I like strawberries and cream donut. Well, it's like a little sandwich. You know what I'm saying? But and I like the butterfinger one. I like the eight time Boston cream joint. I've uh, never been there. I want it's black gold too. Yes, black gold. Oh, that's all you gotta tell me. I'm yeah. there. It's you really know, good. you know what you used to live at off of all North Jewel Hills. Yeah. You know where that uh tendron met that little shop center with a tendron yeah. met? It's right there. It's right beside the tendron, I think. They got her. one with like bacon on it, right? Bro, man, that bacon oh. on fire. Yeah, All I need to know is that it's black on. Yeah, it's black Thank on. Let me know. It's so good. And yeah, I like the raspberry feel. I'm still gonna support mm, them if they have room service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, they oh, cool. Yeah. They cool. I ain't never yeah. went in there had bad service. And then I oh, like yeah, the little ice cream salmon donut too. Oh, King Pops, King oh, of King Pops, of, King, King of Pops, King of Pops. Yeah. King of Pops oh yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, they're good. They're so yeah, good. I like chocolate sea salts. My favorite. Yeah. Oh, me too. King King of of like chocolate like that, but that's the only chocolate thing I like. King of Pops, they touch you in your special place. Super. In your special place. God, <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, this is a family channel. <laughs> just, I'll just go ahead and <laughs> release the Kraken. Oh my gosh, yo. Let me just unwrinkle my head a bit. Wearing the over. Hey, man, you got a nice, clean, you know what I'm saying? Fresh, bald head, man. Yeah. I'm a, I I'm think I'm gonna have to cut my hair off my head in order to grow a real beard. I'm gonna have to just do no, this. You won't. <laughs> there you go. You will not. You're gonna cut your hair to grow your beard. I'm gonna attach to the my hair face. redirect itself to the beard. Yeah. I'm gonna attach to my face. Wow. Well, I didn't start growing a beard till I shaved my hair. So I mean, I see that's what I'm saying. Everybody say that. They be like, I ain't really grow a beard till I shave my hair. So, hey. I'm really not trying to do that. So nah, we don't need you. Nah, you nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, there's a woman out here that's growing hey, beards man, and they're man, rocking it's it. Called it's, peach fuzz. it's called peach hey. fuzz. It ain't no beard. Nah, I don't see some ladies out here. It was, With a uh, beard, like full like beard like over there, English in England. English, you got a full. Oh beard. yeah, she had a full oh, beard. Yeah. She was going to the barber shop and getting that thing hooked up. Yeah, man. Like man. Oh, but, kissing that right there. You know, I ain't got nothing to kiss. But speaking of the supreme beard, we have <laughs> Chef Ron here. Yeah. He's tired of right now. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we finally have him here in the studio. This has been in the works for a while. So yeah. I had to finally get yeah, it he in. Was out there working like some Hebrew slaves. That's right. So we're going to interview Chef Ron. So uh, first of all, just if you're here right now, share the broadcast because we're about yeah. to get into this interview with Chef Ron. He's got a lot of things to say. Like he said at the top, he's got a lot of stuff coming down the pipe. Some things that he's experienced that he's about to share with us. So share the broadcast. Yeah. If you Do listen, at least <laughs> if you're listening right now, audio wise, then you're in the right place. But then yeah. share it as well. Share it as well. We on iTunes, Spotify, Google Cast, all the cast. We don't need some stuff I ain't even never heard of before. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just shells with your family and friends. I promise you. I don't act like this all the time. We're we're a pretty big deal. That's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, all the way lie. And I've known them for over thirty years. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So. So yeah. So now we're going to get into the interview. Um. So your thing is cooking, but you do yes. it in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Um. So how did you first get into it? We'll start at the beginning. Like, when did you first realize that you could cook for people and it's good? You know what I mean? Like, what was your first situation where you put it in? Oh, uh, yeah, because some people can't mass cook. They can only they can make some, right. they can make enough for them and they boo. Yeah, right. that's all I can get. That's all um, I got. I think for me, it started growing up. Um, I grew up in Lincoln, Georgia. Um, Lincoln County, shout out. Um, love y'all. Um, but my aunt slash grandmother, um, she was my aunt. She became my grandmother. Long story on another day. But um, <laughs> yeah, um, she would always cook. We always had people at the house, family gatherings, that kind of stuff. But for me, food was always that window of breaking the ice for anything. When you're happy, you eat. When you're sad, you eat. To celebrate, we eat. To mourn, we eat. And so for me, it was always, I want to be a part of people's lives. And for me, it was food. And even within it, like, you get to create so much. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I knew I could do it on the big scale before without having to kill people, um, I don't remember. Um, I think it's just always been in me to create. Um, You get to test out different stuff. You learn how to make certain stuff that you wouldn't think go together go together and so for me it started back home lincolnson georgia and just being there watching mom cook and i loved it so yeah mm-hmm. yep, yep. so yeah. you know what i'm saying on the cooking side of the game what are some things that you would who is a person that you would love to prepare a meal for let me <laughs> so the dream, the dream, the dream, even when I was in high school to econ um from Miss Miss Bill, one of Miss Bill or Miss her husband did baseball. Darius, you remember? Um, she did econ to my, class. To my Coach Bill. Coach Bill, why? Miss Bill. Yeah, Miss Bill. Yeah, she taught uh, econ. She looked like the husband. <laughs> You're from Lincoln, you know, I ain't This bill was great. I'm sorry, I said that about your mama. No, not Steve hiding his whole face. I can't. But hey, you know, if, you know, if you're from Lincoln, you know, I ain't lying. I'm telling but she, you, she was a sweet woman, sweet, sweet woman. woman, amazing teacher, and sweet so. Woman. Face. Yeah, but she we in our econ class, we had to come up with our dream job. Um, and, we're, and I always knew I wanted to be a chef, but my dream job was to become Oprah's personal chef. So if I ever could cook for someone, the main person would be Oprah, but the in the room had to be it needs to be Oprah, Whoopi Goldberg, Felicia Rashad, and Debbie Allen. Hands down. Mm. Wow, I want that table. I want right. that whole that table. table that, you that food good, and it gonna be good. That yeah, that's, 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 that's the dream. That's the dream. 
Oprah because knowing her story. Um, Debbie Allen because I just love the arts. Mm-hmm. Um, and her just ability from just looking at her from once I actually saw Fame, the original oh, Fame, the movie, the oh, yeah. to the TV show. I have the box set upstairs. I'm just oh, following wow. her whole career to the directing and the dancing mm-hmm. and her studio that she has up in New York. Just yeah. following her and how she loves kids. I love Debbie Allen for that. Uh, Felicia Rashad is just like the mom I wish I had. Um, her, I, I love Felicia Rashad on so many levels in the level she's able to go through in acting. Like even recently her doing this movie and she wanted to be a bad guy and try to fight somebody. And she, oh, like Felicia, you can't be doing physical scenes trying to fight. <laughs> I just love her all together. And so, yes, to have these at the table, eating my food, I would love it. So there be Oprah is I, the best. I just want to be in the room and ask Felicia Rashad, just like, hey, just tell me something. I know it's going to be good. Yeah. You're so motherly. Yeah. <laughs> so motherly. She's I know everybody's mom. I know it's going to be motherly. I know I might go out there and be like, you know what? I can take over the world. Felicia and, I, and I'm going to be like... Uh, I'm a little sore at you for that old that last Tyler Perry movie you did, you know. But you you good still? You good? Because ah, you know you played that villain role. You played yeah. that role a little trying too to well. She did. No, she old. Yeah. Trying to kind of cross. I kind of crossed the eyes a little bit afterwards. I was just like, <laughs> she, bruh. she came back to her motherless self in Creed's. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That 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 one perturbed me too. I was like, come on now. My <laughs> It's like my mama's out here single. Like that could be my mom. Like I'm just like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yes, yes, and, you yes. Know, and also, you know, what I'm saying, uh, tell us a little bit like about what you got going on lately. You know, what I'm saying, what are some things that you Ooh. have done, or some things you got coming up in the future? I know you got some big thing coming in line. If yeah. you mind, Dan. Yes. Um. Well, I started full brand going into catering two and a half years ago um, for myself. Um, mm-hmm. I worked for Emory for a few years, back and forth. I left for a while, came back. Um, and then I finally left to do my own thing, my own catering, Southern class events. If you ever need anything, give me a call and I'll give that information later. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I had contracts at the airport um, doing different small events. They would call me up quarterly. And then COVID, she showed up and things went left. So I ended up having to go. I actually found the odd job of driving trucks, which it was just like, okay, I just want to drive trucks. But I was like, eh, this is not my stilo. So I ended up getting fired from that because I don't I don't drive trucks. I'm a chef. But it was a <laughs> meal for my family. Yeah. So when that happened, um, I actually found the opportunity to work for Burr's Tucker Restaurant Group. Um, they are amazing, um, which is Candy Burr's and Ty Tucker. Um, working for them, and they are amazing. If you don't know Candy mm-hmm. Burr's, she is on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah. Um, they own the Old Lady Gang franchise, and they started a steak and seafood called Blaze Steak and Seafood. Check them out on Cascade. Um, I'm doing sa- shameless plugs for them, and I ain't getting no check, but hey, mm-hmm. it's okay. Get some money. You might. You just might. <laughs> Exactly. No, but I started there. I came in originally to try and just be a line cook. Um, I literally worked in maybe one other restaurant called Straits on Juniper, 
which was owned and, by Ludacris um, a while back um, before he yeah. closed it down. Um, Straits was really great. So it gave me that restaurant feel. And so, but I've always been at Emory. So being at Blaze Steak and Seafood, it was definitely different. Why? Because I had to help design the menu from scratch, like mm. from the baseline. Um, what's there now is not 100% all mine. Um, some things were tweaked and changed and whatnot, which I'm not mad at. Um, but it definitely allowed me to get inside that arena that I've never been into before. I'm exposing people to my food every day. Um, so that's where I was. Um, and so after a while, it just got to a point where I was working a lot. Like I was never at home. And so me and the wife had a conversation and we were like, look, you have a family. Which one are we going to choose? And so I chose family. Um, and luckily, um, I had a decent, great relationship with owners at Marco's Pizza. And so as of March 27th, i.e. my birthday of this year, I actually left Blaze um, just to spend more time at home. Um, mm -hmm. But before leaving, um, me and the wife were looking at retail spaces. Mm -hmm. um, and we are going to go into our own setup. Um, the concept is designed. Um, I literally have about 75% of the menu made out, recipes and all. So we are looking at retail spaces to open our own little small cafe style. Um, we want people to still be able to sit in there, but we also want to be able to branch out and do some grown and sexy stuff. We're not trying to really be okay shirts and shorts, but I want to be able to come in after a nice day of work, blazer, blue, blue jeans, no hats, Stephen. Um, <laughs> But be able to come in and have a grown and sexy feel, but not feel like you're busting your wallet as well. So that is dope. Yeah, yeah, Coming yeah. to Atlanta for that. Let me get a yeah. four-piece wing. See, no wings will be provided. Well, there will be wings. Exactly. Go ahead and set the record straight. There will be wings, but it'll be... Um, I'll put one menu item out there. It's called lollipops. Um, we can take the whole drum, pull yeah, all the yeah, like that, in. like that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. so we're gonna take jazz that, that up, make that upscale. Exactly. Um, but mm -hmm. for everybody who like all flats, it won't be no all flats. Yeah. <laughs> I'm one of those people. I am people. <laughs> wow. That's what said. I am folks. Yeah. But, but yeah, hey, so we, we jazzing it up. We're ready. So yeah. Hey man, I feel like it's gonna take off because I know you. I don't have plenty of your food. Like, <laughs> and it always been good, man. You know what I'm saying? And I, I know, you know what I'm saying, Atlanta is definitely gonna appreciate that. And y'all, all y'all Atlanta fooders out there, when he get it up and running, I need y'all to flood that spot. You know what I'm saying? Get it out there on the scene for so that he can make that mean green. You know what I'm saying? He got yes. some with you college and all that stuff like that. Yes. <laughs> so, if you want to go. If you, you want to go. Wanna go, he might want to yeah. be a chef. He hey. got first weight. Hey, first line experience. Got to be second generation. That's it. That'll be <laughs> dope. So my question is, um, what is like your favorite meal to cook from appetizer to main course to dessert? All right. So call it cliche, call it whatever appetizer. I'm going straight country. I, my favorite meals are always soul food meals. Yes. Um, 
my favorite appetizer is salmon croquettes or salmon patties or salmon cakes oh, yeah. or however you want to do them. Hey, um, all good. Fried so the way I do I'm them, here for that. <laughs> yes. The way I do them is with, um, of course, your traditional salmon. Um, yes, it is in a can. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. And I Period. get that. That's hey, that, that cute. <laughs> that red can add yeah. pink salmon. Yes. Come on, <laughs> but I do um sometimes put fresh salmon in there, um, chop it up. Um, but my seasoning, I have a house seasoning that I use for it. Um, mm-hmm. bell peppers, onions, put it in there. Um, and I also use actually rich crackers. Mm-hmm. Grind them up, grind them up, grind them up. Um, to Fresh make that, that is real cool. I want some salmon. <laughs> Ritz crackers, some eggs, bind that sucker up, um, tear them off on both sides, finish them in the oven, and then I make like caramelized apples. So you take uh, some Granny Smiths, um, dice them up, put it over the top, um, make like a little simple syrup with some sugar, brown sugar, let them apples in there, do their thing, and put it over the top of the salmon. (laughs) So main course is so good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we just had the appetizer, y'all. I like that. That's it. That's Dang, it. Yeah, Darius just got up on his mic. He's so good. Look at that. I just realized that. I thought he got closer. Yeah. I was like, boy, that's just the appetizer. Come on with it. Where the restaurant at? I ain't playing. Open it up. We're going to open it. I would like to place an order for this to sound the matter. Exactly. Everything he's saying right now, that's going to be my first meal. I'm going to get there and I'm going to be like, hey, they already know what I want. Just bring me some, 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 some sweet tea. And, 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 and if they got some adult beverages back there, bring me one of them. Main course, of course, your traditional. I've learned to make soul food healthy. Um, Mm. a little personal story I do have type 2 diabetes, and so because I was like literally knocking, I was like 415 pounds at one time, Mm. so now I weigh 260, 265, depending on the day. Um, (laughs) but we're in that bracket, so yeah, I've lost a lot within the last that's amazing five, six years. Um, it's mm. not come off overnight. It's taking time. I'm work. trying to be like him when I grow up. Look, man. And just understanding food. So mm. I love my soul food. How do I make it healthy? So most people sit up here and they use, oh, we're going to use turkey necks and all this kind of stuff. That's great. But yeah. I've learned to use the broth. Turkey broth oh, or even no. beef broth. And cook it in there with it. You get your onions mm. and your bell peppers to add some more flavor to it. You don't have to add any meat. Um, I will add it, though. I can go back to ham, hot, neck bones and all that. Trust and believe. I can go there. It's not lost in the sauce because I've learned how to make it healthy. Yeah. Um, my cornbread recipe won't change. My grandmother Ooh. talked to their recipe. It's in the bloodline. My wife has asked how to make it. Because she's not blood, she married in. She cannot get that recipe. Dang. My son can get it, though, because he's I'm blood. I say Maxwell. Max can get it because he's blood. And that's that's what I always tell her. But I've tried to show her. She just says she can't get it. She's like, I'm trying to learn how she just she don't get it. All right, um, all right. Just eat it. That southern feel, fried <laughs> chicken, mac and cheese. Um, my mac yeah. and cheese, I use about six, seven different cheeses. Um, smoked gouda, regular gouda, mozzarella, Ooh, um, cheddar cheese. So we go into all of that parmesan cheese, all of that's in there. <laughs> 
Dang. Um, and then after that, you got your fried chicken. Um, fried chicken's done only best inside a brown paper bag. Why are you doing that? <laughs> a brown paper bag. You don't know You see, that's how your grandma you used to do it. No, she didn't. And hey, your grandma want a real grandma then. What? <laughs> 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 oh, oh my god, grandma, if you're watching later. Oh, and yeah. you did listen. No grandma call has been revoked. You is a G baby. Stop it. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> just stop it. Oh man. But yeah, um, I get. I actually got turned on to um using almond flour because I had a um client who had um celiacs, so she couldn't take regular oh, yeah. flour. So I learned how to use almond flour, and the crunch on the almond flour versus regular flour is actually great. So if you ever doing fried chicken, just try almond flour. Um, Definitely trying regular it. flour. No, man, I'm getting out all your secret, man. It ain't regular people. They can't. They they're not gonna do it like Chef Ron. You're not gonna do it like me. You can sit up there and have. Try. You can do whatever you want. Y'all but heard that, that don't mean it's gonna taste do. like mine. There's only one Chef Ron, basically. Because exactly. I never told you how I season my fried chicken. I just said I do fried chicken. Oh, that is basically, true. and that's and that's on period. <laughs> and so seasoning goes a long way. So <laughs> your collard greens, your mac and cheese, your fried chicken, traditional soul food. Mm. Dessert, oh, hands down, knockout. Um my my two are pound cake and peach cobbler. Go to every time. And understand Can I get a this. slice of pound cake with some peach yeah. cobbler on top. Yeah. I actually try, I'm actually about to attempt mm. like next time I do pound cake. To do my peach cobbler inside my pound cake. Hallelujah! So I'm gonna try it to make sure it gets right before I present it to people. Peach cobbler, yeah. Pound cake. Because I want to add it to the menu as a dessert for the restaurant, so I'm gonna try to do the peach cobbler pound cake. I just want to know if conversation can be the taste testers of that. I I, 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 ain't don't worry about it. You may be in Philadelphia, but I'm out here. (laughs) Oh, listen, I I can can fly. In the front, you know I what I'm saying? Well, a ticket my, just my, my vanilla ice cream because I'm gonna be ready for that. I'm gonna be like, hey, just go ahead and lay it on me. As soon as it come out stole, let it rest for its 20 minutes. But as soon as yeah. it's through resting, yeah. go ahead and put me one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send the first online order right now. I'm gonna just send you a text message. <laughs> real quick. Cash out that, on keep that on there. That's yes. be, that's that'll be Darius's <laughs> wife's job to set up my online everything. But yeah, so um with it, um with peach cobbler though, people get gotta understand the difference between cobbler and pie. Cobbler mm, is crushed right. throughout, pie is crushed on the bottom and the top. You got yep. people who will sit up here say, Oh, I made a peach cobbler and it's crushed on the bottom and the top. No, that you made a peach pie. Cobbler pie. is crushed throughout, like if it ain't crushed throughout, I don't want it. And hey, you ain't did it right. My, yeah. my, 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 my grandma said the crust got to be all up through there. That's it. That's you it. You know what I'm saying? Because if it's not, you ain't made no cobbler. You made a pie. You made a pie. You made a peach pie. Jeez, man. And you know what? Man. If you make good peach pies, that's okay. But if I'm looking for Ooh. some cobbler, I want some cobbler. Yeah. That's you what, know, that's what your mind said. I do add a little... Ah! Um, 
<laughs> I do have a little Hennessy inside my peach cobbler too. Let's go with the oh, Hennessy cobbler. Yeah. Oh, a little Hennessy oh. in there, Jessica. Hey, you know what oh, I thought about? My language. You know what I thought about? If y'all could do that cobbler with that maple crown. Ooh. Ooh. Or that salted caramel crown. Oh, oh, not the salted caramel. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, oh. Yeah, you do that with that maple. That's I will be at the front door That's day one. That's the thought. But the salted caramel, though. Ooh. Why not all of them? Oh, no. oh my God. Oh, let me go ahead and just book my ticket now. Y'all finna throw my computer screen. <laughs> hey, man, so you're going to be like Robert Freeman. Test kitchen. Y'all won't get no credit. I'm going to just let you know that now. I'm going to okay. go to the test kitchen. Okay. And go ahead and I hey, that this. needs to be out there. I don't care if I get credit. That needs to be out there. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't need no credit. Credit's going to be going to hit my toe. My credit is eating it, yes. Right. Listen, I'm going to go live right there. I'm like, look, it ain't out there yet. You got about 12 more days. But I'm eating one right now. You can get it later on. That's it. Jeez. Hey, you're going to end up like Robert Freeman on the boondogs. You're going to have some people... <laughs> Outside lurking for that. Hey, hey, hey looking in the window to my hey man, won't you hurry? Oh man, it's almost 10 o'clock. <laughs> no, it's almost 10 o'clock. <laughs> Lord, I'm down. Yeah, I don't care what it is. That, and one of them things, that whole suite. Hey, man, you better put beds in the back, man. Yeah, exactly. You're going to be, be like the itis, man. Like, I'm just, telling you, yo. Just going to have people out there stealing. Just get some of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. But man, it's the yeah. passion. It's the love. For me, I tell anybody, it's the love. Like, I love doing it. There's been times where I've done events, even within the church, and they sit up here, bro, we only got $10. I'm like, <sighs> Okay, let's work with it and we'll yeah. make it happen. Do yeah. I do that anymore? No, because it's like at the end of the day, my value is my value. Yeah, you go out anywhere else and you spend the money. Mm-hmm. Like, don't come yeah. here for a hookup. Period. Oh, exactly. yeah, goes for friends and family too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, ain't no, ain't no family knows very well, very well. But yeah, so that's that's yeah. That's your mm-hmm. appetizer, your main course, and your dessert. For right oh, now. that sounds so good. I just like that order, please. That's okay. my order. Gotcha. <laughs> so you mentioned your experience uh, cooking for Burris Tucker and yeah. uh, just kind of a high-profile situation. Like, you know, we enjoy cooking shows and reality shows and, you know, the blend of the two or whatever. Like, what if there's anything that people should know about that kind of gig, what would you want them to know? Like, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, like I said earlier, going into the intro, um, everything is not what it seems. Right. Um, and for them on the good end, um, you go and you see the cameras and all this kind of stuff. They're actually cool to work for. Um, they res- they understand working though. If if you, they, if you work a hundred hours, they will let you work a hundred hours. Mm. You gonna sit there and kill yourself? They'll let you kill yourself. 
But mm-hmm. if you set the boundaries, they respect it. Look, I only yeah. can do this, this, this. All right, cool. I respect it. Yeah. Um, they they I've there have been several times I've been able to sit down with Ty and Candy, have a conversation like, hey, how's life? How's everything going? Da 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 da. Actually, small um increment. When we were actually getting ready to open, um, we were doing our final tasting with Todd and Candy and a few friends, and we actually had a pound cake challenge. And mm. Candy's pound cake actually beat mine. So wow. like the girl can actually burn. So we're not gonna sit up here and act like she just no, she can cook. Like she made it herself. Okay. I made sure it was tried and true. She recorded herself, made like she made the pound cake. So wow. it was good. Um, so the girl can burn. So when she says she like food, she like food for real. Like she mm-hmm. like food. Mm-hmm. Um working for them as a corporation. Um, was good, great experience. It had some hiccups and some bumps, um, but that's with anything. Right. Um, that's with anything. Um, because they are high-profile celebrities at this point, you run into a lot of their friends. Um, I've met Miss Kenya Moore. I've met the whole cast to a degree. Um, actually, plug tonight the episode. My first episode there airs tonight, Real Housewives of Atlanta at 8, 7 Central, so look for it tonight. Um, my episode where they're actually testing the food, so that's tonight oh. on Bravo. So yeah, it's so look much. for that. That is so, okay. um, look out for. So we are there. Um, I've been excited to actually have that experience. Um, mm. The next move now, I've actually worked with a couple because of that. Worked with a couple of outside entities as far as small parties. Mm-hmm. Um, with different celebrities and the biggest thing to know with working with high profile people is discretion so um my business and your business ain't nobody business so right discretion is key so if they can trust you to be discreet of course you sign a non-disclosure mm-hmm. um on everything um i have yeah. like six or seven of them out there floating around <laughs> from different stuff but it's it's different and it opens your eyes to these are actual people the good, the bad, the ugly, and their right. people. So yeah. even with that, you you sympathize with them to a degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them yeah. before people get there. I've seen not Candy and Todd, but I've seen the other celebrities I've done things for. I've seen them before people get there, and it's like they're stressed, they're insecure about things, and people show up, and now it's time for the show. They put on the show, and then they go away, and they like they go back to their corners, and then they tuck away. So it's definitely like it's eye opening, and that's just from a shelf standpoint. So imagine what people see who are their personal assistants and all this kind of stuff. So right, yeah, hey, yeah, and 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 I'm sure you'll carry a lot of that into uh, your venture. You know, opening up a place, helping opening up Blaze, and now opening up your own place. So I mean, that's that's awesome. That's yeah. Yeah, because you said like your all first time putting a full menu together. Last yeah, night. that was my first right time ever. Steps. Oh, that was an experience that you gained that will help you translate into your next phase. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, so yeah, that's that's a testament to show you like, hey, everything you go through in life, it is a reason. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And you need to learn all you can from the things that you encounter throughout this life. Yeah. If you're not you're really wasting your time if you ain't utilizing all the time that you spend because we have a lot we don't have a lot of time on our hands and all our life is not promised. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we have to 
take all the lessons and you know bottle them up in one and just keep taking the things that we can use into the future yeah that's true yes well, yeah well Mella went she said fell off um <laughs> <laughs> everybody falling off today everybody's <laughs> camera and microphone I don't, I don't know what's going on I don't. but yeah but, um what is it like what is something that you will tell somebody that is aspiring to go into the business and the field that you're currently a part of now um just because you can cook well doesn't mean this is a business for you mm. um i know people who are amazing home cooks um who if you put them in the kitchen they will buckle like a belt um because it's it's intense um it's, it's disrespectful at times it is hard work um and it's time consuming yeah. um you have i know for a fact of two chefs who <clears throat> lost their family to a degree where the wife is like you're never here i want a divorce not that they did anything wrong or they were cheating they just spent so much time at work that it became an obsession like they're at the job sun up sun down and they've lost their families and so i made it a promise not for that to be me and it got there my wife was in my throat like yo i feel like a single parent and i'm like whoa pump the brakes what am i doing mm -hmm. um and that's why i got um a big homie a friend of mine i had a conversation with him chris um love you if you're watching like just perspective on perspective like what are what are you trying to prove what are you trying to do what do you value do you value your career or your family so anybody coming in this, make sure you know what you're getting yourself into. And if you can handle the kitchen, by all means, prioritize and set your boundaries early, period. You'll have people tell, oh, you're not going to get far if you're not willing to put in the work. You can put in the work and still set boundaries. Yeah. Right. Set those boundaries early and live by them. Because the minute you give them a foot in a compromise for your boundaries, that's it. Because that's what I did. That's why my mm. wife, I gave them a foot in the boundaries. Okay, I'll do a double today. Okay, I'll mm. do a double tomorrow. Now I'm here from freaking six in the morning to 10 o'clock at night. Mm. And this ain't even my spot. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> there's somebody else's set. So, yeah. But yeah, set the boundaries. And once you do that, be willing to learn. You never know everything. I may be five, but I'll never know everything. Mm. Right. I'll yeah. Even when I get old, I'll never know everything when it comes to food because there's always something different. Like I said, with food, you find ways to create. So, yeah. Mm. Mm. Dope, dope. Man, awesome. You got some problems? Yeah, man. It was really good. <laughs> um, Y'all definitely need to go out there and get that crown cobbler because it's off the chain. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, man, I can't wait to see that on the menu. I can't man. wait. Uh, I, may make so that, that, I may try that out next weekend because I'm off. Not off, but I get home early. I'm going to go ahead and try that. I'm going to try that. Hey, I'll be recovering from my shot, so that'll be a nice medicine. You know, <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just come <laughs> down the way. I'll just come down 155. Yeah. That's it. Well. That's it. <laughs> like, yeah, you got my, you got my care package. 
<laughs> I'm flying in. I am. This is even a baby. I am. I'm gonna do the crown because I have all those crown rolls at home. You, See, yeah, I just got myself some peach, you know, for the spring summer, you know. So yeah, you just let me know how that goes. I got to go pick mine's up. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you put your order in. Yeah, yeah we get a personal pen. Where they getting all this from? Who crown? I need to know somebody that crown. I want the salted caramel. Okay. Oh, a case of it. <laughs> it's so good. I'm gonna try this 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 cobbler next week. Mm. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Dope, please. Right. And then y'all, can taste y'all are in, you know, Georgia, and then let me know so that when I come next month, it's ready for you. Just go ahead and uh, put my order in ahead of time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try the regular peach cobbler and then I'm going to try the pound cake one. Ooh. We're gonna try that together. Yes. Okay, We're going to do that together. Oh, man. Get some ooh, salted caramel uh, crown syrup on the top of it. Oh. Yeah. All right. So we're <laughs> definitely in a trance right now. Yes, I'm thank hungry. you, Chevron, for yes. coming through and blessing us with that information. Please. Now yes. we're going to be setting our watches <laughs> to it, and you know, you know, if you come up with a a, a name for your restaurant, do you have a name for the restaurant? I do have a name. We're not putting that out there. We're not putting that out there. All right, but to you know, be, to be announced. Yeah, just you, know it'll be sm- it's small and simple. We're not going to have a menu with a hundred items on there. It's going right. to be God. It's like food. Good. It's like literally gonna be six items. It'll be See, six yeah. Apps, six That's entrees, the I'm talking six about. Items. Yeah, don't end up on kitchen nightmares and have like a yeah. hundred items on your. Yeah, menu. I'm tired of restaurants with too many options, man. It just makes yeah. me resort to like I'll just get the regular. <laughs> 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 you don't want to try anything new because it's just like I don't know what is going to Chicken tenders, dog. Right, you just never it go wrong with like wings or something. Yeah. Your food takes too long. Everything takes too long because they got to prepare fifty different things. Right, they got to have it ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yes, but if you know, you know, we'll we'll talk off air if it yeah. needs a logo or something. Then you know, hit your boy up. <laughs> but, yeah. Period. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, Steve, out the logo. Yes. So so yes so we have come to. The point in our show where we share our final thoughts. So just a summary of what we've talked about or something you want to plug additionally. It's your opportunity to do that. So Chef Ron, we'll start with you. Final thoughts. Um, my final thoughts. Um, live to your fullest potential. Um, life is short. Um, live to your fullest potential no matter what anyone else says. Um, we talked about Nas X, but he's doing what he wants to do regardless of what anyone else says, whether we agree or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I take away from him. So take away from me. No matter what anyone else says, live to your fullest potential. And when mm-hmm. making decisions, pray about it because you never know. That's it. Scared. Right to the point. Got anything you want to plug on the back of that? Um, Southern Class Events, phone number 404-482-6997. Chef Ron in the building. We're working on the website as we speak. Hey. Yes, yes, y'all. So, final, final thoughts. thoughts. Oh, 
Y'all fuck at the same time. <laughs> Pressure me then. Uh, final thoughts. Um, I I would just say, um, I mean, this was a really good conversation. I think we had like a like some very diverse topics today, um, and just kind of uh, horsey backing because you know that's what we say <laughs> now because of. Byron, yes, uh, nobody's no riding a pig around here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's I think that's the biggest thing that I've been learning in this season is just the going after what you know God has called me to do, um, without regret, without mm-hmm. apology. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing. I think, um, one of the things that's always h- held me back was just my own fears. Um, a failure or um, not being able to reach the masses, especially because I feel like I have a talent that everybody else out there is doing, but understanding that there's a unique crowd for just me. Um, so it's, you know, like you can go out there and say, Hey, I have this to offer. It's like, but so many people are doing it. And, but that doesn't mean anything. You know, there's still somebody out there that's waiting for just you. Um, and I think just with that, um, I think it's definitely caused me to, uh, push myself in many different ways. So I have, um, a relaunch of my podcast that's coming out next week, next Monday, um, where I am going to feature a lot of single women Mm. who are going to talk about, uh, different things just in the single community. Uh, different things that we've experienced over the pandemic. I know that I've had a lot of good convers- well, conversations with people who have experienced uh, dating apps in the church and mm. what that experience was. And, you know, some have been successful. Some have been uh, an experience and a journey with it itself. <laughs> so, um, you know, the podcast mainly is just about me as a single woman, as a, you know, f- devoted follower of Christ and how I just Why? navigate life. Um, but I think in the first couple of seasons, it was just me. And so being able to invite other people on, other single women um, on, um, it's going to be just another dynamic to the the podcast. And eventually what I want to do is a marriage advice series with some of my great uh, friends who are married couples and just <laughs> advice to the single community. So that's going to, you know, include a lot of you guys, um, you know, some that I have really good cl- close relationships with and just some relationships that I admire from afar um, and want to be able to invite you guys on. Just ask questions because I think the biggest thing for me and what I've always been appreciative of is having married couples in my life that I can always seek advice from because this is a this is something I do desire in the near yeah. future. And I think being able to have um, friendships uh, with people who are married is very, very beneficial and learning um how to cultivate those types of relationships and move towards that so i'm i'm pretty excited I've just been preparing and you know want to do it god's way and um it's been really good so i'm excited mind your own podcast coming to a mic in a in a uh, platform near you soon uh? <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> a relaunch 
How you live, Stephen Neal? Well, um, I would just say that, you know, you see all the blue I got going on, all the blue in my background, the blue in the logo. Uh, this is um, World Autism Awareness Month. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a cause that's near and dear to my heart. Um, I personally have benefited um, from the raised awareness for autism and just uh, end of the spectrum. Um, you know, I was born diagnosed with autism and uh, research that was done, you know, my, my mom knew somebody who was uh, doing a study for their education. So I benefited from that and was able to, you know, you know, go to school and, and stuff like that. And, you know, everybody's journey is different and unique yeah. and uh, <clears throat> definitely something to be, uh, you know, celebrated or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's mm -hmm. just something else that makes us different, like like anybody else in the human race. So um, it's just what makes any us, us, them, them, yeah. you know? So um, just uh, grateful for the awareness that's raised this month, you know, every mm. year. Um, and also I just like to uh, plug, like I was saying to Ron, you know, we'll have a conversation off air if yes. you want a logo yeah. on a menu or a, a yeah. sign or something. You know, I have a business. It is LXG Creative Company. Ah, yeah. Logos, flyers, illustrations, because I draw, you know, and I do a voiceover as well. And baby pictures. Baby pictures. <laughs> I'm gonna leave those, I'm gonna leave that to the experts. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, like if you have a Zoom meeting and you know, you don't feel like, you know tapping your nephew or your grandson to run your zoom or whatever i'll do that for you you know hey. and, and also coordinated and just uh, run traffic control on your event so sure. this is stuff that i've started to do and you know it's been a lot of fun so you know again this is lxg creative company Let's we're giving go. voice vision and this hey. is where to find hey. me that's a fly you know car. What I mean? And that's yes. LXG, not LSG. Not a <laughs> LXG. <laughs> so I'm on Instagram at uh uh Stevie is LXG. So you know. Cool. Let's go. So let's go. Yes. Let's go. So that is my final thoughts. So what are your final thoughts, Darius J? DJ. Carpe, some DMs and not direct messages. Yeah. -E Let's clear that up. Some days, you know, because yeah. I don't know, y'all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I feel like, you know what I'm saying, for the most part, from my current runnings in life is just like making sure I make the most of every day. And that's by giving my all to make sure that I achieve the things that I set out to achieve. Not playing with it. I think it's just like a testament to just seeing my wife, how she's been like working out, eating right, and just doing the things she need to do, you know what I'm saying, in order to achieve the things she want to achieve, you know what I'm saying? And both of us going down that journey and making sure that we're checking on each other, making sure that we're doing what we need to do in order to help each other be better. I feel like that's something that, you know, we forget, you know what I'm saying? 
in, in life because a lot of times you hear about people getting better on their own, but you don't never hear about them getting better as a unit. And that's just something that I want to oh, see man. come to fruition with us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the thing of it is we have to be, you know what I'm saying? We have to be the things that people could look at in order to, you know what I'm saying, give our people like children, nieces, nephews, all that stuff, something to look forward to. Because we also have media that also circulate everything that, that you kind of want to shy away from and you don't want to be a part of because you're just like, man, everything like that. And you're destined to fail because if you do it like this. But it's also, man, you can succeed. You can have a happy relationship. You can have a strong, maturing love. You can have the good things that people yeah. sometimes, like, I hear more narratives talking about is is. It's not possible, but it is all this stuff possible. You just have to work for it. And I think we, you know, we don't got society don't help to form this illusion that things are not possible. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like they don't tell you how to get it. They just say, look at me. I got it. I ain't going to tell you how to get it. You know what I'm saying? Like everything out here could be for somebody. Just like it's a thousand podcasts out here. I still want to do one. You know exactly. what I'm saying? And I, 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 I'm going to have my million listeners. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We going to have it. You know what I'm saying? Because, look, it's our whole, like, they always talk about it. It's a hundred different kinds of white bread in the grocery store. You know what I'm saying? All of them get bought. You know what I'm saying? That means everybody got a preference. Don't be yeah. afraid to try. Don't be afraid to go ahead and step out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because what, what you got for you, what God put it down on your path opportunity wise it's up to you to pick it up now if you don't want to go down the path that may be a little bit uh troubling you know what i'm saying it may be hard but the path is not easy i'm gonna keep on saying that until people get it the path is not easy ain't meant to be easy in order for you to be made you're gonna have to make yourself you know what i'm saying because it's like one thing i start saying i'm a I'm going to work my dreams into fruition. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like people also say, speak words, speak words. Words are fine. A lot of people can speak. You know what I'm saying? I don't heard people speak and I don't spoke things that I didn't never achieve. But the thing of it is you have to work. You yeah. got to work. If you ain't trying to uh, work your manifestations into fruition, just talking ain't here no nothing. You'll never have it. Just talking. You know what I'm saying? So everything that I'm trying to achieve, I'm going to have to put work to an eye. Behoove everybody that is listening to this. Put the work in. Don't just talk the talk. Walk the walk. Mm -hmm. That's my final thought. Indeed, yo. All right. Well, it has been another episode of Conversate. Episode 57 now is in the books. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Chef Ron, for joining us. You're welcome. And You're welcome. Uh, it's been quite a journey, man. You know, can you believe, guys? It's been almost three years. Three. Three Crazy. years from the end of the month. Oh. So we have some special guests at the end of the month, and we're going to announce them now. As usual, Melodrum Roll, please. Our next guest, when I get to the pictures. Okay. <laughs> Our next guest. <laughs> Will be <laughs> Jennifer Martin, a good good friend of mine. Good friend of mine. Um, 
She's a youth pastor. She's an actor. She's both. So we're going to talk to her. So yeah. as I said, um, this is our third anniversary. In the old days, we were ripping and running. We did shows back to back. Every so Sunday. So we're going to do that. So the yeah. next week will be another drum roll, Mellow. Another drum roll. Another drum roll. Hey, hey, my brother, you feel me? Y'all don't know hey, nothing about that. Y'all better tune in and let's show because I'm telling you, we're going to be all the way live, like 95. <laughs> I'm excited. All right. You know so, all right. So, uh, we will sign off and uh, we'll see you guys later. We talked Peace. about it. We talked oh. about it. Yeah.